Section 9 of True Stories About Pets, edited by Jane Gray Swisshelm. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. Daniel by Mrs. Clara J. Oh dear, said Margie, I haven't brought Daniel in. Why can't you just leave him out all night, said I. Oh, because I'm so afraid a cat might catch him. Margie was already in bed, and so was everybody but me. So I went softly downstairs, unlocked the front door, and stepped out on the long piazza. What a beautiful great moon! What dark shadows on the grass! And how quiet! It seemed a shame to go to bed, and so I hated to disturb Daniel, curled so peacefully into a feathery ball on his perch. But I lifted down the heavy cage, carefully too, lest I spill water from his saucer, and he began, as usual, when waked up, took, 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 in a sort of whispered clucking. I carried him to the farthest corner of the kitchen, shutting every door as I returned, that the household need not be roused by him in the morning, and the last thing I heard as I left him in the dark was his cozy little tuk-tuk, tuk-tuk. This Daniel is a beautiful red bird. Till I came to Kansas I did not know what a red bird was. Of the many here, Daniel was my first acquaintance, and I found him about the size and shape of a robin, a gray-red all over, except a peculiar black mark across the face and down on the throat, as if he had put his red beak through a black ring and held it there. His eyes are like jet beads, and on his head is a tuft of feathers, which he can erect when he chooses. This occurs when he is excited in any way whether startled or vexed, or even when in very good spirits, as a horse moves its ears. A single feather is not red all through, except the long ones of the wings and tail, but is mouse-colored, red-tipped. This undertone of gray softens and enriches the general vividness of hue. In winter, Daniel was not very red, except his bill and breast. But as spring advanced, he grew brighter and brighter till he became gorgeous. With increase of color his voice returned also, which during the cold weather was wanting. Some boys caught him in a snare two winters ago, and gave him to my little daughter. I was reluctant to keep him imprisoned, but Margie begged so hard that I yielded, hoping he would escape some day. Red birds are hard to tame, but under Margie's loving care Daniel seemed to have forgotten his former freedom, and of his own accord returns to his cage after being allowed the range of the room. It is so funny at such times to see him look at himself in the glass on the bureau. For a better view he will hop upon the pincushion, and there will gaze at the beautiful bright creature before him. Till Margie has called me, and I have called Charlie, and Charlie has called Kate, and we stand there whispering, Did you shut the door tight? Do you see him? There, you scared him off. No, no, he's only turning around. Suddenly off he darts to the back of a chair, where he slips on its curved top till he slides off, but he recovers himself before touching the floor, and, with a dipping flight, gains the summit of the wardrobe. Here he views the landscape o'er, and decides on the German ivy as the next point he will visit. Now he is more picturesque than ever, on the broad window-sill in the sunlight, all tiptoe to reach over the brim of the tall pot-plants, and take delectable little bites from the delicate green leaves, whose color is such a contrast to his bright red. If I hadn't shut fast all those doors tonight when I left Daniel, 
This is what I should hear tomorrow early, in clearest, airiest tones. Pichudal, 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 pichudal. Then I should get another nap, by and by, cut short by the quick staccato. Pichudal, pichud, pichudal, pi. Another pause. Then suddenly, pichudal, pichu, chu, 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 chu. Pause again. Reet, reet, you do, you do, you do. You do, you do, you do, purr, the trill way down under his breath. This contents him a good while, so that I get most to sleep again. Suddenly rings out a loud whistle whose wild wood notes can be not put into human words. And in despair at being broad awake in spite of me, I say aloud, Oh, Daniel, Daniel, though Daniel is too far off to hear me, and might only feel pleased if he should. But by the time he purrs again, I grow good-natured, for somehow that unique note makes me want to hug him. A dozen times a day, Margie exclaims in true Western phrase, Just listen at Daniel, Mama, and again, Oh, I think he is so cute. And in view of her pleasure and his apparent content, I cannot find it in my heart to let him loose yet, although I always think, I will sometime, perhaps. End of section 9